biggest band in Australia. Five boys from Adelaide made their rock and roll dreams come true. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Raw, unfiltered emotion. We're going to be paying tribute to the five Adelaide boys that made it happen. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, all hour today. Let's go. RML right now, FBI. Hey there, Robbie Armfield here in the studio with me is Sophie Gordon. Hey. Bernie Bolgi. Hey, how's it going? Mitchell JC holding down the home fort. And each one of us, big giz heads. I think I'm speaking for all of us when I say that. Is that right? Oh, <laughs> yes. I was struggling to pick my T-shirt uh, for today, which one I should wear. <laughs> you had the microtonal uh, banana one on, right? Yeah, yeah, love it. Biggest fan. I had just my straight up giz one. And Sophie, what's your one, mate? Uh, my one's a Flightless Records one. That's actually the label. Might be a bit of a deep cut. That don't know if you guys know cut. that. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Don't know about that. Yeah. They have run their own record label as well. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Five Adelaide Voice making it happen. We're going to be talking about them today until 1pm. King Gizzard and the Liz Wizard is the name of the band. If you don't know, Australia's best and most <laughs> prolific is. band. It's funny and it's cool as well. Famous for releasing five albums in a year. And uh, they're awesome stars. They've just announced online that they're officially out of ideas though. And they are seeking direction from the public in the creation of a brand new concept album. In a statement online, they've said, we already have the limited edition vinyl colours chosen, a tie-dye green one, transparent red, a black one, vomit green one, blood red one, orange one, psychedelic blue. Yes. But we need your help for what the concept should be. So, it's a a good challenge for us, right? Because as day one fans... We've got a lot of ideas here. We've obviously been keen to help. Um, and we've got some initial concept ideas for maybe what their new concept album should be, right? Yeah, yeah, so they want to do a concept album. They're not sure what the concept should be, so we've come up with some ideas for them. Um, Robbie, you had this great one, Apocalypse album. We had some anti-war album, reptile theme album. I think that could work well. Uh, album about friends with benefits, Ben and Jerry's album, or Zambrero album, Burritos. Americana album. American album could be good. Album with Dua Lipa. All different concepts could possibly be a King Giz so, so that's a big, album. So that's a big thing here. They, uh, they're looking to make a concept album. So they're looking to branch out. They've got the tie-dye discs ready for print. They're at Flightless Records, their own record label. They've uh, streamlined the tie-dye uh, vinyl process right down <laughs> to the point where they've, they've created stuff without even printing music onto it. So... They they're ready. They're, ready. they're yeah. ready for the concept. They are. They're, they just need the ideas. And that's why they've, uh, they're crowdfunding the ideas for this one. Uh, we need your help, though. Let, let's, let's help the Giz Boys out, Adelaide's finest. Text in 0409 945 945. What should King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard's new album concept be? We'll be getting to your ideas right around the corner. Plus, fourth aid courses. You might be like, what is that? Well, it's a new course and they now have availabilities here in Sydney. Become proficient at paying respects to the recently deceased by earning your fourth aid certificate today. When first, second and third aid just don't cut it for 
aid, just don't cut it for a patient. Sometimes it is time to resort to the fourth aid. In a fourth aid course, you'll learn how to perform an on-scene funeral in the presence of those that witnessed the event, including various religious ceremonies, lowering the casket, arranging eulogies, and more. Sign up to a fourth aid course in Sydney during the show with an exclusive RML promo code to receive 5% off that you'll need to stick around till a bit later in the show to hear the promo code. So That's right, Bernie. Hang on. That's right. That's very exciting later on the show. Uh, plus, Angry Brothers Cafe are trialling a new online ordering system. Order ahead to beat the queue. Uh, with a minimum order of $10, the deals this week include a bacon and egg roll and a large coffee with milk for $14, oh. cheesy fajita and a coffee takeaway $16, and muffins and cookies all under $5. And Bernie, you had a little bit of fun the other night, didn't you? Oh. As you can hear there, Bernie was loving an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants at my place. <laughs> oh, yes. I I was absolutely loving this episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. I've been watching a lot of SpongeBob SquarePants lately. Rob, Paramount Plus has just got an epic deal. This is why I've been watching so much. With Netflix and Stan and Binge as well. With season five of SpongeBob SquarePants. It's available to stream now. On, if you can binge it, you can binge it live on Netflix. So wow. get on. Plus, <laughs> we have a Walking Dead fan prize pack to give away for one lucky RML listener and Walking Dead fan today. All you've got to do is head over to our Twitter and retweet for your chance to win Walking Dead fan prize pack. Rain got you down in the dumps. Leave your worries at home and get your booty down to Camperdown Park for an energising extravaganza. Party in the yard is an all-Aussie Afrobeat festival featuring live music, fresh and heated eats, hot food bar, food and drink trucks, truth boots, tattoo trucks, cocktail tents, and a sunglass hut. That's right, you heard us. All Aussie, all Afrobeat. What a way to start the year. With sets from Atomic Sound System, DJ Big Bonita, Emanata Fantastico, Pose Bandits, Steven Garlono, Miss Fantastic, and The Senator. And featuring surprise sets from Rave Culture, Future Perth, The Mucking Fugly Fellas, and DJ Rorschach. Feel the rhythms from deep in West, East and South Africa reverberating through Sydney. Happening Saturday, 26th of March at Camperdown Memorial Park from 2pm. Party in the Yard, all Aussie Afrobeat Festival. Sponsors of Robbie's Modern Life. 
excited for that one. Party in the Yard, all Aussie Afrobeat Festival. Early bird tickets are now on sale now. Set to partyintheyardau.com.au to secure yourself a spot. Uh, it's happening Saturday, 26th of March, Camperdown Memorial Park from 2pm. Party in the Yard, all Aussie Afrobeat Festival. Sponsors of Robbie's Modern Life. My name's Robbie Armfield, and uh, with me in the studio right now is Benny Bongi. Hey. And uh, Sophie Gordon. Yeah, hey. Do we get comps for that? I'm going to look into it, to be honest. Oh, yeah. well, let's talk about this off here. I'm gonna look, because I'm, Mike. I've never seen the Senator. Yeah, I've seen all their I think videos. But... Did Mike leave? I think Mike left FBI. Mike who? <laughs> <laughs> People are in love with the world of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of crazy fights between Jedis, Siths, bounty hunters, and other factions. But sometimes, when you're watching Star Wars, you don't get the fights that you've always been dreaming of. Mm. That's right. Wouldn't you love to see Han Solo fight Jar Jar Binks or Jabba the Hun fight Poe Dameron? Because of how long the Star Wars story goes for, we know that some of these duels are simply impossible. impossible. But today on RML, we are going to pick and talk about our favourite fantasy Star Wars fights that we wish could happen. So, because of how long the Star Wars timeline is, you'll have some characters who are alive in in uh, some period of time, and they'll be gone by the time some other epic character has come up. So some are simply impossible. Some yes. matchings. Exactly. But it doesn't stop our minds from wondering about what would be cool, right? So, number one spot today, our favourite ideas for fantasy Star Wars fights. Obi-Wan versus a droid. Imagine that. That would be cool. Uh, Chewie versus Solo. Now, this one's interesting because they are best mates, right? So, it's unlikely to eventuate. But they do have, obviously, as we've seen, little lovers quarrels, uh, mm-hmm. you know. So, we would be able to see the raw strength of Chewie. You know, he might be able to rip Han in half or something like that. Yeah. And Anakin versus Vader. It would this would be just be so brutal. They're both heavy hitters. It would be a truly epic matching. Oh my god. Hang on a sec though. Let's what about the Battle of the Cuties? Yoda versus an Ewok. Oh. That would be oh. sick. a miniature size <laughs> fight. Exactly. <laughs> With exactly. a big uh, effect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've got Padme versus baby Luke. This one would be hard to watch. <laughs> Luke is still powerful as a child, though, so that would be cool. Yes. Now, Bernie, you, you popped up with this one, and I'm I'm obsessed with it. It's Obi-Wan Kenobi versus Taze on Day. You know, Chocolate Rain. Chocolate Rain, Taze on Day, yeah. Uh, cameo vibes with that one. That would make people go crazy. People would go ballistic I would that. go bonkers for that. If Taze on Day were to fight Obi-Wan Kenobi, not only would I not know who would win... But I would be loving that. I'd be the force is strong. <laughs> in this one, I want to have a fun. That's so good. You know, there's like a new Kenobi uh, TV series or movie coming out. It, wait, what? So I'm, could... I'm pretty sure. Am I allowed to say that? Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I think we got a. Um, so that could be where Tezande comes in. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Cool. All right. Any others that you're excited for, Bernie? In our fantasy uh, Star Wars fights? Padme versus Chancellor Palpatine could be pretty Oof. good. That'd Not really a fair matchup, I don't think. No. Uh, maybe when uh, Palpatine's kind of weaker. Um, Mace Window versus Jabba the Hun could be good. No sabers. I'd mm. like to see that with no sabers. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Just personally, yeah. yeah. Lastly here, uh, I mean, we all love Qui-Gon Jun, obviously. I'd love to see him in a fight. No sabers, okay? <laughs> you know, the Star Wars universe is all about those lightsabers. 
What about just swords, daggers, single hand hammer, that sort of thing? Qui-Gon, Medieval. he obviously, mm. he caught our eye in The Phantom Menace, managed to encompass all the qualities that we personally believe embodied that of the Jedi faith, you know, patience, mm. compassion, yes. mastery of the body and mind, elite combat abilities and a quiet charisma. His aptitude in handling both friends and foes alike was a joy to witness on screen, exemplified in his teachings with Obi-Wan and his effortless destruction of droids. I am confident that had he had two sabers, his battle with Darth Maul would have been yes. far more event- evenly yes. matched with mm-hmm. Qui-Gon June eking out a victory. Most of the Sith would have stood no chance against Qui-Gon June in his prime. And unfortunately, Episode 1 begins in Qui-Gon June's later Jedi years, so as to focus the story around Anakin's genesis. To be quite frank with you, Rob, I think when he was at peak physical capabilities, he could have easily held down his own and likely had a roughly 70% chance of even defeating mm. Vader, dare I say it. Mm. We noticed this in his battle, let me point you to the battle with Maul, right? That he is meditating before the heartbreaking bout and that during the fight he appears quite distracted and unengaged, which I believe is due to his knowledge that they have just found the Chosen One. So, just before he is felled, I think he has a vision of Anakin becoming Vader, but understands that it's all necessary to restore balance of the Force, and his momentary lapse in concentration uh, becomes... Um, Bernie, I'm, I'm hearing your words, but I'm just blanking, because all I can think is that cuties war. All I can think about <laughs> is the cuties war. What have we got? We've got the Yoda versus an Ewok. I'm just obsessed with that, that idea. Yeah. I think we should go back to that one. All right. My favourite is Cuties War Yoda versus an Ewok, I reckon. And you're getting in, t- in touch on the text line as well, which is just awesome. 0409 945 945 C3PO versus R2D2 Robot Wars crossover. Oh, how did we not think of that? How did we not <laughs> think would, of that? They would f- each other up. Imagine yeah. that. What about what about Stormtroopers versus Clone Troopers? Yeah, I know. Oh, what's God. next? Hey, keep so those coming. Keep those coming. 0409 945 945. Favorite fantasy Star Wars fights. I'm still obsessed with the Cuties War, but maybe you convince me otherwise. <laughs> this one's Quesh. Candy Girl, RML. Candy Girl, Quesh. Now, funny thing about this one, Bernie, you were just telling us in the break there, you chose this as your year four song, is that right? Yeah, what does that mean, Bernie? Yeah, yeah, it's 2006, and we had a class CD where everybody was given uh, one slot on the CD to pick a song. And I remember Shakira, Black Eyed Peas were like big at the time. Yeah. I, uh, at home, had, uh, I think, Wild Summer, 2005 or 2006, and that song was on it. I loved it. Listened to it a lot, and it ended up, uh, got on the class CD. It was my pick. That's awesome. Yeah, no word of a lie there. Did everyone like that pick? Like, did was you know, did you I all think, listen to it yeah, together? you know, the ladies were pretty impressed. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Some, yeah, it was yeah. like kind of sexy dance song, so. I just, we were just imagining me and Soph, you know, sort of the class, you know, the class sit-through session of that CD and that song comes on, you just get up and you four and start. Mm. I, never dan- around. I, didn't, I didn't dance That would have been so cute. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't dance around to it in class? Uh, no, no, I can't recall that ever happening, but, you know, surely maybe I did. 
I love that idea. Tell you yeah. what. It's I a think. funny idea. It is, it is. <laughs> it's, it's a funny, funny on paper. Never <laughs> happened, though. Never happened. It might have happened. Robbie's Modern Life, FBR Radio. Robbie, Sophie, Bernie in the studio. Mitchell, JC holding down the home fort, of course. I think he's got his power issues sorted, which is cool. Last week he was having some problems there, but that's cool. Hey, uh, now it's time for... All eyes are on this untouched tribe. The world is watching... been a while. You might remember in 2019, we relayed the story of the Coca-Cola tribe, a community of people living on a remote island in the South China Sea that were dubbed the Coca-Cola tribe by the media who were all over this story. A big painted sign with the Coca-Cola logo on it was suspiciously found on this island, as well as plenty of shipments in wooden crates of Coca-Cola, which led to the theory that the island was some experimental stunt from Coca-Cola, the brand, and that they were supplying the locals with endless Coke free of charge. Nobody really knew what to make of it. It's unclear as to whether Coke actually caused an irreversible change in the lifestyles of the locals or whether they acquired Coca-Cola naturally a very long time ago. A lot has happened since we last checked in on the Coca-Cola tribe. A new US president, NFTs, and a global pandemic. You're Just to name me. a few. You're telling me. <laughs> so we decided to link up with our foreign correspondent, Brian McKellius, who was on the island just this past week and has a damning report to deliver us. Yeah, that's right, Soph and Burn. It comes in the form of a series of dot points, seemingly quickly scrawled, which he said mm. was done to protect our national interests. Yeah, there's a lot which is redacted here. We can see a lot of black text mm-hmm. on the document here, which is sent to us. He said to us, uh, quote-unquote, that it's done to protect... Our national interests. So, Rob, uh, Brian McKellius' uh, Coca-Cola Tribe 2022 report. It's been, what, three years since we've heard from these guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lots happened. Okay, the Coca-Cola Tribe here. Um, yeah. The famous Coca-Cola billboard, which could be seen near the pier at the beach, looks like it has seen better days. It has all but fallen into disrepair. The colours, which were once vibrant and true to the Coke brand, have now faded to the point of it almost being unrecognisable. Okay. Making my way through the jungle so by the beach. Yeah. Sorry to yeah. pull mm-hmm. you up. So he's he's like he's at the island, is he? It sounds like he's on the island. Yeah. Okay. So this is a report from the island. Okay. It looks that way. Yeah. This is exciting. Mm-hmm. Making my way through the jungle by the beach, I am shocked to find an even bigger billboard, which seems to be in a well kept condition. It's huge, bigger than any billboard I've ever seen. Wow. Mm. After traversing the island, I could not find anybody at the usual places I could find. The fishing spots where the locals would go fishing, the lookout near the hill, or even the sleeping quarters. Day-to-day life seemed all but abandoned. Okay. I heard distant music playing and followed the sounds. There was a little hut by the river, which was jam-packed full of people having the best time. I opened the door to loud dance music pumping through a huge set of speakers and everyone cheering and having a good time. The most concerning part, however, was that every single person in the hut, about 350-odd people, was either in the direct process of drinking Pepsi 
or had just done so or was just about to. So many Pepsi. Glass bottles of Pepsi, cans, plastic Pepsi 125s, plastic two litre Pepsi bottles, mini cans. Empties littered the floor and made clanging noises as people danced and kicked around the rubbish. The sound was deafening. It was like something out of a nightmare. The big Pepsi billboard I saw earlier was starting to make sense. It looks like this... <laughs> it looks like this is Pepsi territory now. Not long after entering, someone handed me a 125 litre Pepsi. They said, we get Pepsi now from ship, so we like Pepsi now. <laughs> Pepsi... <laughs> Pepsi is good for the party time. Another party girl was heard saying, Pepsi makes our stomach feel... <laughs> Pepsi makes our stomach feel funny. This led me to believe that the tribe were receiving shipments of Pepsi to supply these parties. Nervously, I asked one of the revelers about Coca-Cola and whether they drink it anymore. Coca-Cola, do you drink it? The music suddenly stopped and everyone looked at me. And guys, you can see here, that's oh, where shit. the report ends. Oh no. Mm. So at this time, when I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think we know what's going on with Brian McKelly as of this moment. Well, we know that that was audio logs which were um, transferred to the document live. So it was being uh, scripted down as he was talking it. So we, we we might have actually lost him there. I'm not. I'm just expecting the worst. Like what has happened to Brian McKellius? We don't know. I think we're sending in a team of specialists next week or the coming weeks okay involving uh, Moses Lopez Jr. to oh, uh, good, so, good I hope so right um, who we know from Tarong the Taronga um, recon which mm. was very serious yeah right well we're going to have to keep our eyes on the ground with that one because that sounds kind of interesting concerning yeah. Adelaide's best five piece though King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard rock and rollers They've come online wanting a new concept for their upcoming album. They're officially out of ideas. Mm. They've got in touch with the public. They want to hear from you. Let us know what your ideas are. 0409 945 945 for King Gizzard's new concept album. Any ideas? No bad ideas. This is a blue sky meeting. Yeah. They've got the vinyl ready. They've got the vinyls, that's right, ready. They've got, got the, the vinyl colours ready, they just need the idea. Just going to put it, just print the groove straight onto these tie-dye vinyls. They've got them ready. They've got them ready, they just want the concept. So keep those coming on 0409 945 945. Robbie's Modern Life right now on FBI Radio. This is Nina Simone. No one and nothing remains 
Everything Must Change, Nina Simone, Robbie's Modern Life, a.k.a. RML, FBI, Robbie, Bernie, Sophie, Mitch, uh, the contributors to this show. We are welcoming and thankful for your company today. Thank you for being with us. Now, uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard are officially out of ideas. You might have heard us talking about this. They're seeking contributions from the public to get a concept going for their next release. You've been getting in touch on the text line. King Giz next concept for their album Fart Smell, Jack and Coogee. Sarah's getting in touch. She says wildlife. Could be a good idea. Benny in Strathfield as well. 0409 945. 945 is the text line number. Benny has suggested life and death. And Jordan in Darlington getting in touch as well, saying pentatonic scale. That could be interesting. What's that, Sarah? Uh, It's a scale that's made up of five notes. Scale... Of uh, music, so also like certain notes. So that would be, you know, like the only notes that they use in the whole album. Wow, that's trippy. Yeah. Uh, Sachin saying um, metallic sounds all mixed in. I like that one. Yeah, more an, an industrial sound for mm. them. That'd be cool. Get stoned and see what happens. That's from Anon. Okay, okay, <laughs> loving that one. Yeah. <laughs> that could be pretty cool. Michael's uh, got in touch. From Sydney, live album, but non-stop. Make it non-stop, question mark. Oh. That's a good idea. Yep. And Matt in Petersham as well on the text line. King Gizzard, everyone is a drummer album. Not a bad idea. Okay, King cool. Gizzard, That's are you listening? <laughs> write these down. They <laughs> said they're out of ideas. Write these down. That's right. And Dale got in touch as well, saying, I love when King Giz release something and they do a chemical green vinyl version. Then they also do a radiation green version. And essentially, they're the same. But what are you going to do? Not buy both? No way. Exactly Very right, true, Dale. Dale. Exactly true. right. All right. Keep those coming. 0409945945. But um, we're now going to do something that we don't often do. In fact, I don't think we've ever done this. Mm. Um, no, we've never done this. No. Sometimes we need to use the platform that we've got here of the show to help out our mates. Um, so we've got a good friend, Yanis. Uh, he's a quality security guard, Seki, and he's just been laid off from work after a pretty serious incident. Mm-hmm. Um, and long story short, he's looking for any kind of security work in Greater Sydney if anything is going. Yeah, he um, just wants to secure a job. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so if we're all ears here, I'd like to just go through some of his experience here. Is that all right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So if anybody's listening, then uh, you could help Yanis out, point him to where he could get some security work in Greater Sydney. Yeah. He's got uh, his Class 1A Secchi license, which is valid for all of New South Wales. He's completed the security courses and necessary training for handling weapons, 1F mm. armed guard, 1C crowd controller, and guard dog controller. Um, he also knows how to fight, he's written here, and uh, fight clean and efficiently, he says. And actually, Ben, mm. if you've got it there, yeah, yes, he sent it. us this vid, right, to exemplify his fighting capability. So if you press play on there, yeah. and we can just sort of... We'll describe it to the audience. Yeah, 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 obviously the audio medium, so we'll just... Okay, Yanis, security guard, it says. So this is like a oh. compilation of his... Real. Mm. Training and fighting capabilities. CCTV stuff at a pub, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Laid out. Wow. He's out cold. (laughs) He's got quite a swing. Yes, he's out cold. Oh, he's on a... Looks like he's on top of someone. Oh, shit. Low frame rate, but I can make out what's... Oh. (laughs) Yeah, that's a CCTV as well. Eat him. That guy's not getting in the pub. (laughs) Not tonight, mate. Not tonight, mate. Back in the pub. 
Oh, on the back yeah. of a paddy wagon. Oh, he is out. Oh! Oh, shit. I don't know. I don't back know. of the head. I don't want to see this. Oh, God. Now he's in the gym, is he? Waits. Waits, oh, yeah. That's he's very nice. nice. He's in the gym just getting ready for his next, next bout, I guess. Jogging in a garbage bag. <laughs> What's this one? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. What the f? Just full on knocking out that guy. That guy didn't look like a three. He didn't look like a mid arm. Honestly. <laughs> pedestrian. <laughs> All right, Yanis, this is epic, I guess. More weights. Oh, God. Is that healthy? Amount of food? He's big. He's he a is big, big guy. Imagine the biggest guy you've ever seen. Oh, gross. Doing doughies. Uh, probably enough of that. Yeah, that's cool. That's all right. Thanks, Giannis. Uh, a bit more about his experience here. Uh, he can neutralize the threat of a disorderly patron with brutal efficiency. Well, I think we just saw that. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Definitely. Brutal, yeah. And he's got a bunch of other experiences as well, so, hasn't he? Yeah, so he's got it here on his CV. He's done Seki for plenty of great venues throughout Sydney, including Starbar, The Ivy, Three Wise Monkeys, the Criterion, Lime Bar, Scruffy Murphy's, and PJ O'Brien's. Yeah, it's funny it says all around Sydney. I think there's like maybe five minute walk between any of those two given places. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw. I think I saw Scruffy's in that video. Yeah. Oh, really? And the few Ivy outside. I know that Ivy wall. Yes. Outside the Ivy. Oh, my God. Okay. So, um, yeah, if you know of any security work going, this guy's a, he, he's ready to rock. Um, hey, text so in. How do you know him, Rob? I'll tell you during the break. Okay. Text in on 0409 945 945 and we'll pass on the details to Giannis. We really appreciate this. And obviously, this is something we don't know. I don't know if we'll ever do this again. Yeah. Um, but we would appreciate any assistance. So let us know if there's anything going. Again, 0409 945 945. We really appreciate it. Uh, this is Mr. Oizo now with Lamb's Garbage Unfinished RML. Unfinished. Unfinished. What's the point? Lamb's Garbage Unfinished, Mr. Oizo, Robbie's Modern Life. G'day, how are you going? Bernie, Sophie, myself, Robbie in the studio. Mitchell, JC holding down the home mm. fort. Thank God. <laughs> now, hey, uh, so before we were putting the call out right for our mate Yanis, who's worked extensively as a security guard in Sydney, but is currently unemployed after a bad accident, looking for some help getting his next gig. You've been helping out on the text line, right? 0409 so Jane in DY has said, I reported Giannis when I worked at Scruffy's after he choked my brother out for trying to enter the premises to come pick me up at the end of work. Okay. Oh, right. Lockie in North Sydney as well. Uh, is this the same Giannis that worked at Starbar in 2019? He pushed my mate into a big hole they had in the ground on George Street as part of the light rail construction. Mm. Oof. That Giannis guy is... There's another text here from Linda in Roseville. That Giannis guy is no good. I once saw him beat up another security guard for jokingly taking his lunch. Scary dude. If he isn't working anymore, then that's probably a good thing. Oof. Guys, thanks for getting in touch. I mean, uh, Rob, you're the one who's friends with this Giannis guy. Who? Well, I'm just... I, I, I didn't know about all these incidents. This is news to me. Um, I've only ever had, you know, a really chill time with him. I mean, honestly, some of that footage that we were looking... You know, we saw his fighting compilation before... 
that yeah. stuff was all news to me as well. I think uh, I think he sums it up. You know, the brutal efficiency of the takedowns. He, yeah, for sure. Uh, might be. I think some people might be taking that the wrong way, mm. seeing it differently. Sometimes it's necessary. Yeah, but if you do have any sort of, yeah, just jobs available, like, keep getting in touch, hey? Um, now, every week here on RML, uh, Sophie takes a look into what is making the world tick at the moment. What's flooding your TikTok and Instagram feeds and making headlines around the globe in Viral Load? Viral Load. Touch. Sight. Hearing smell and taste the five senses of the human body the one most vital to human survival is taste it helps us to sustain our bodies by encouraging us to eat delicious foods today i'm diving into a new flavor that is about to take the world by storm when we eat food our bodies pick up on five primary tastes sour bitter umami salty and sweet. In a technique called flavour layering, chefs combine two of these primary tastes to create a new flavour sensation. And right now, there's a new one on the block. Salted caramel. Combining the two primary taste fields of sweet and salty, salted caramel is the phenomenon of salt, sodium chloride, added to a sweet, delicious caramel, usually made up of some combination of sugar, butter and cream. Adding salt to a sweet treat may sound like sacrilege to some, but trust us, it works. Salt acts as an enhancer of flavour, so, at a perfect ratio, it makes caramel taste even better. Simply put, with each bite, there is a new taste to savour. Be it because of the sweet, creamy caramel or that surprising salty zing, salted caramel is the flavour combination that just keeps on giving. Trust us. Salted caramel is the new flavour combination you are about to see everywhere. Still not convinced? Earlier in the week, I sat down with Graham Hardy, a food scientist, to ask why this cutting-edge combination is about to blow up in 2022. He said, We're neurologically hardwired to love the combination of salty and sweet flavours when they hit our tongue. This combination, plus the fat that's found in salted caramel, releases an unusually intense rush of morphine-like endogenous opioids, or endorphins, into the brain. And, according to scientists at the University of Florida, it does so in a way that never gets boring. We may grow tired of most flavours like a savoury stew, plain old milk or sweet fruit. Salted caramel's sweet yet savoury fusion means that every mouth will taste slightly different to the last, which triggers what experts call hedonic escalation. In layman's terms, that's the desire to eat more and more with every bite that we take. If you don't believe us, that's fine. <laughs> but soon, you'll see salted caramel versions of food popping up in the trendiest food spots in Sydney. I bet Newtown Gelato will have a salted caramel flavour within the next month. Then you can try it for yourself. Try not to engage in the hedonic escalation that I just told you about. Of course, something so uniquely sweet and salty should be enjoyed in moderation. You heard it here first on Viral Load. Salted caramel is the new food trend to look out for in autumn 2022.
viral load. Oh, it certainly is. It certainly is a viral load. Salted caramel, so thanks so much for that. Yeah, I tried it over the weekend. Pretty delicious. Definitely go out and try to find it. It'll be at, um, I don't know, your usual foodie spots. Wherever's trendy in the city, I'm sure it'll be popping up everywhere soon. Oh, very exciting. Oh, my God. Right. After all that, what? After all that, Kingers, yeah, stuff yeah. we were doing throughout the show. Yeah, though they wanted, they, they're out of ideas officially, and they need a new concept for their album, right? Sophie, Rob, what? Me, look, they've just announced on Twitter. Can you see that? They've got salted caramel is the next one. That no, as their concept, oh salted God. caramel. Is that because of? Do you think they're listening the to the show? I reckon they're listening. Oh my god, they've decided. That's so exciting. Fantastic. That's so exciting. Yes. That's a great concept for a King Gizzard so album. Yeah. Salted King, Caramel. Salted Caramel by King Giz. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, and they've been, Oh my god, am I reading right? And they've announced the colours of the vinyl. <laughs> oh my god, Rob. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Adelaide's finest have come through again. The five piece that we love, they've come through again with the vinyl. <laughs> Vomit green, blood red, transparent yellow. Oh my god. Hey, this wouldn't have happened without your help on the text line. Thank you so much. 0409 945 945. And it's been such a pleasure hanging out with you today, hasn't it, guys? I know. It flew by so quickly. Holy shit. Mm, Sophie, yeah. what a pleasure. Thanks so much for hanging out. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Bernie, always a pleasure, mate. Always good. Time flies when you're hanging out. Yeah. 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 Mitchell JC on the home fort. Thank always God. contributing <laughs> the gold. Thanks, yeah, mate. And I've been Robbie Armfield. And you can listen back to this show on any podcast outlet you like. Robbie's Modern Life, FBI Radio. And also like the Facebook page, Robbie's Modern Life. Sophie Gordon does an excellent job of running that. Hey, stick around for the next show. We've got Ruby on the grid. She's going to be providing all the tunes for you. But to get you there, we've got this one. Bob Dylan, Buckets of Rain. Oh, don't remind me. But to get you there, a little bit of silence. All righty. Also stick around for our Instagram launch. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. That's going to be so cool. Instagram reveal. I'm excited for that. Yeah. All right, stick around for silence, but to get you there. Back it's rain. Buckets of tears Got all them buckets coming out of my ears Buckets of moonbeams in my hand You got all the love, honey, baby, I